途中だよ<笑>あんた状況分かってんのかよ OMG, Dax. So there has there's been some breaking news within the past hour in the Halloween fandom that has all of us shook. Do you want to guess what it is? It's like OMG. Um, <laughs> a leak where this new Halloween Ends film is going to explore Michael's sexuality. <laughs> yes, actually, his his look has been leaked, and he's just like a naked man running around, and his he has like a giant beard of like pubes. <laughs> wait no is it wait is it does aren't you just describing the guy that they murdered the town murdered and halloween kills oh yeah i guess i am That's... <laughs> <laughs> i bet that guy did have a, a like a beard length long of pubes down there probably i mean who wouldn't uh, looking it's like not that. like they let him shave and uh i don't think they allowed <laughs> razors in mental institutions <laughs> Well, on a, uh, on a more serious note, there has recently been, uh, like very recently, like within the past hour and a half, like I said, where a, a potential like a figure has leaked yeah. that shows what Ma- Michael Myers is going to look like in 2022's Halloween Ends, which comes out later this October. And I sent it to Dax before yeah. we started recording this. So he's already seen what it looks like. My my instant reaction was, "This is just Michael from Halloween 2, but just with a shorter beard." <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I think he actually looks pretty scary. I'm not gonna lie. It's different. Mm-hmm. I you know think... though he's gonna get the mask at some point. Oh yeah, but because that, that that's what I was thinking too. Because how much in the first two movies he's like he loves the mask and he's drawn to it or whatever. Yeah. Like there's no way that it's just gone. Like he'll get it like at some point, you know, mm. I that's just what I was thinking. don't know what's going to happen to make him like this forest dwelling <laughs> vagrant, you know, I know I was thinking that too. And the only thing I could think of is that maybe like they burned down the Myers house oh. and he has just has nowhere to go. Yeah. Like the place that he always like goes back to is just gone. So now he's like, I'm just going to live in the forest. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like that's one thing that's different. Like uh, in Rob Zombie's Halloween universe, I can understand him doing that. Um, Mm. But in, in this trilogy, like they're still going with like Michael is like this agent of chaos that is just like a never-ending murder machine so it just doesn't seem likely that he would just kind of fuck off for a couple years i know yeah that's that's my thing too and he seemed like pretty vindictive i mean in halloween kill he seemed to remember like allison and like when he killed her boyfriend cameron that seemed like he was that was like revenge because they looked at her and did it so yeah it's weird that he would just drop in and just, like, fuck off for four and years. Like, I mean, they literally, like, beat the shit out of him, and he just came right back. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, unfazed. 
Well, they they could be like maybe he goes away to like heal or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's like something I need a med dumb. kit. Yeah, he he has like point one plus point one healing per second, so he has to be yeah. uh, oh, away for true. a while. And he, he has like two thousand. Yeah, he has like two thousand health, so it takes forever. You know. Yeah. But no, I mean you uh, can. Yeah, if you, if any of uh, listeners out there want to find this image, I'm sure you can. I'm not going to edit it into the video because uh, it'll probably tweet, get taken down. Yeah, the tweet that it was a part of has already been removed. Um, and I think also what gives this thing more credence is that uh, a, a a leaker in like leaks everything. Who has like is really reputable. Uh, his name's like Viewer Anon on Twitter. He has a description of that exact look mm. um, for Michael and that he allegedly has. So, I mean, it's probably real, especially since it already got taken down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, considering it got taken down immediately. Yeah, because that, that had only been up for like less than an hour probably, and it's already gone. So, but yeah, I think we're both fine with that look. I mean, it, it looks kind of cool. He's got an axe on his shoulder and he has like and a like giant-ass butcher knife. Yeah. Well, I know um, John Carpenter spoke. I guess he saw the movie and he did say that it's very different from the other films. Right. Yeah, I guess so, that's how it's different. I don't know. I mean, if they do it right, it sounds like they're just going to do Halloween 2 again. <laughs> With just, you know, Laurie and every all the characters dealing with their shit. Meanwhile, right. Michael's just kind of doing whatever the hell he wants. And then we're going to have a final <laughs> confrontation. And I'm fine with that. Like, I like the idea of Halloween 2. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. I just feel like in the... When you get down to the minutia of it, that's where it starts being, like, bad for me. I don't know. Cause we can you, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just don't think Michael Myers is done dirty in that movie. Yeah. I don't know. Because the thing that's unique about him is he doesn't have like an epic like backstory like Jason or Freddy. Like yeah. he's just like he just like is like a kid who's just mentally disturbed. Uh mm-hmm. and then yeah, to like do that like weird mom thing like Jason or he's like doing it for his mom and his family. I guess it makes sense in the context of Rob Zombie's It makes sense Halloween in that universe. Movie. Yeah. Because they, they do a good job of setting up like how much his mom meant him in the first one, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's just I'm a butthurt Halloween fan, and I only like Michael one way. <laughs> I, I'm just stubborn. I was I was like that until I re Because I remember not liking the Rob Zombie movies at all. And then mm-hmm. I, I rewatched them like two years ago, and I was like, oh, shit. I actually love these. I think <laughs> I think it was also in response to the more recent ones of just I I'm getting tired of the same thing over and over again. Right. And I don't know. No, that makes sense. I I, I even like the first one up until it just becomes a, like a shot for shot remake of the first one. Yeah. That's where it gets boring for me. See, I I like it because I think Rob Zombie has so much of his own energy in it. Mm-hmm. That it it feels like uh just more raw and brutal. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, if I had to pick one Michael that I would not want to be like in a, a cl- in close space, oh, with, yeah, it would be that version of the, him, the giant <laughs> like seven foot wrestler Michael. Yeah, yeah, he's terrifying. 
he uh, really is one thing that was funny i'm on like season six of the sopranos mm-hmm. uh and and chris is trying to run this like movie scheme where he's basically mixing like saw and the godfather <laughs> and he he's like pitching it as like a slasher uh and he's just like this is gonna be up there with a you're Michael, you're Freddy, and Jason. And then still, one of the guys is just like, he's like, hold on a second. It's like, Michael Myers is an escaped mental patient. He's not supernatural. <laughs> Jason and Freddy, whole other league. And I was like, oh my god, I can't believe Syl, this character in Sopranos, understands Michael more than 90% of the fandom. <laughs> I was That's losing hilarious. my mind. <laughs> Yeah. I've only just started watching Sopranos, but it's a great show so far. I'm uh I'm deep. I, yeah, I have like in there. a season and a half left. Oh my god. And I'm gonna be a sad boy when it's over. But then that just means I'll just rewatch Mad Men or something again. <laughs> Mad Men's a good show too. I wish I didn't know how Sopranos ended. I don't know how it ends, so don't I- say anything. Okay, I, I've heard of it only because it's controversial and everyone's is mad about it or whatever. Oh, So I've, I've seen fine. a clip of it or whatever. I, yeah, I've I think... learned if people are mad about an ending, it means I'm probably going to be like it or just be okay with it. <laughs> Some of them, uh, I mean, sometimes I think people are right, but I think most of the time people are wrong. I don't know. It just depends on what it is. Because like, I feel like it, like what I saw was only the clip without watching any of the rest of the show. So I feel like so it would you don't make know. more sense in context, yeah. I mean, a lot of the show is already pretty, like, cerebral, like... Mm-hmm. Like, in this last season, there's been at least three episodes of just bizarre, um, almost Twin Peaks-esque, like, Red Room stuff. What the fuck? I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah, there was one episode that's, like, an entire, like, dream sequence... Oh, and like you're you're not sure like what's reality and what's like fake. Oh god. That's interesting. All right. Well, thank you uh for showing me that Michael <laughs> thing. I think it actually gives me a little bit more hope. Does it really? Why does it I, do that? I cuz it's interesting and cool. Yeah. He looks like and a weirdo. I think the only thing that's really controversial to me about his look is that he has no mask in this yeah. image um but like the that the leaker guy viewer on also said that later in the movie he gets it back like for like the oh, second sure. and third act so it's like i'm fine with michael having that for most of the movie and then eventually getting the mask like I, i'm fine with that and it looks I mean, cool and scary you know he has to right. you know yeah it's like a star wars movie if it didn't have a lightsaber <laughs> you know i just hope because a lot of dumb people in the halloween fandom for some reason, do not like that the mask is like dirty looking and like oh. old looking. And like so many people are like, he should just go to the store and get a new mask. Yeah, like they're gonna sell that. I know, that's what I was after saying. It happened. <laughs> it's so stupid. And it's like, because M- Michael seems to have shown such a, an attachment to that specific mask, it would make no sense to like, for him to like go back and like do that store thing again, like break into a store. Imagine Michael just being completely normal and like going undercover and just buying it. <laughs> that's that's awesome. that look that we saw. That's his yeah. that's his version of his undercover look. He thinks that's undercover. <laughs> yeah, he's just like this is this is normal, right? I just look like a homeless man. <laughs> he like slept in his own shit for three days. 
<laughs> All right. Well, I think we should get into the movie yes. of this episode. Something that Wait. is actually fun to talk about. <laughs> Which is something that I've been telling you to watch, I'm pretty sure, since like 2017 when I first saw it. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, and that's One Cut of the Dead, yes. uh, directed by Shinichiro Ueda. I'm sure I didn't pronounce that right. Uh <laughs> But, I mean, the premise why I was interested is because it holds a, I want to say it's like a 40-minute one-shot. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole, like, gimmick. But, like, that gimmick is expanded on so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we won't go into it until we get into the spoiler talk. Um, but this right. movie still holds 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, that's awesome. It deserves and it. I think it's well deserved. And the crazy like I was reading about it and it was made only on a budget of $25,000. And and because of that all the staff was like amateur and experienced. Oh like, wow. Like it was a lot of their first time stuff. But like everyone I guess was just so passionate about doing it. Mhm. Uh and the director has just mostly done like short films. And oh. I think he's like also does like plays and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but it's so crazy because they're like doing something. I don't know if like they broke like a record for like the longest one take in a movie. Um, but they didn't expect it to be like that big of a hit. So it only showed in two theaters. But after like insane uh, like good reviews and people who saw it in those two theaters were like sharing it online. And everyone's like, how do I see this movie? They like opened it up to like 200 theaters in Japan and then eventually overseas and they ended up making $25 million. Jeez. That's awesome. So this is like the Japanese equivalent of like uh, paranormal activity. <laughs> where it's just made on nothing but then rakes in millions. Right, yeah. And they did actually make, uh, I was reading, a sequel to this. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to watch that. Have you seen it, it? No, I haven't seen it. But I, I think it's funny because it's literally called like One Cut of the Dead spinoff. <laughs> like and they're very like blunt about it i heard it's just like on youtube like you can just go on oh, youtube shit. and watch it yeah i'll watch but, it yeah because i know it's about his daughter making mm-hmm. a movie in hollywood yeah i heard i heard it was like made during the the pandemic or whatever they so made two one of another one really? was during the pandemic yeah oh wow that's awesome and it was pretty wholesome because like i think they made that one during the pandemic i was reading the guy was just like you know people are bummed out right now so we just want to like make some fun (laughs) entertainment that's awesome yeah and and the director said he doesn't even like zombie movies uh (laughs) but he just said it like the genre fit the script really well it yeah honestly so they just roll with it and i could see the I mean, I, I think even though he doesn't like zombie movies, I could see like he understands what they're about. Like he yeah. knows what's what's good about them, you know. Like, and I think that like lends more credence to his filmmaking ability. You know, mm-hmm. it's pretty yeah. cool. And I mean, especially if you're doing a one take, I think you have to do things in a lot of creative ways. Mm, yeah, like how they handle the gore. I thought is done really well. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Where they'll like quickly like swap like the they'll move to the like over to the left and then come back and they replace them with like a dummy 
mm-hmm. and they're he- like right when their head gets cut off. <laughs> so it doesn't feel like fake, you know? Right. Yeah. They they did a lot of smart things with like playing around with the camera and the blocking of it. So like, yeah, they must have rehearsed it like so many times. Well, like, you know. I, I did look up. Guess how many uh, takes it took them to do that? Um, like I would guess 20. Only six. What? That's insane. Yeah. That's awesome. And I was watching some of the behind the scenes and like a lot of the parts where like, um, you know, where like the cameraman like falls down and stuff or someone trips. That was like real. <laughs> like there is one point like after the van scene um, when they're running through that field and the cameraman just completely eats shit. That's, oh, yeah. That was actually like not about. planned. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and it was so funny because the zombie that was like behind him chasing the girl in front of him like helped him up. And then the guy quickly turned around the court and he just went right back into like zombie mode. <laughs> this p- pure professionalism right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. But I mean, yeah, you'd have to go through so much um, prep. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. They and I mean, as an actor, kind of like memorizing all like it's one thing to like memorize, you know, your scene, but like an entire 40 minutes worth. <laughs> right and just being having the stamina to do that for 40 minutes oh, is like that's what um you know um there's a part where uh the camera actually like falls down like in the in context of the movie and there's like oh, that yeah. kind of like dutch angle shot with like the girl fighting the zombie off mm-hmm. that was actually so the cameraman they brought him out a tray of water and he just downed like three cups of water Oh yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and then yeah, and then they uh got back up. But yeah, like that main That's girl, great. oh my god, she must have been like tired. Oh lord, yeah. I felt bad for her by the end of when she's on the roof, like running. Yeah. It was like, gosh, she must have been running for like forty minutes. Running straight, and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell she was like out of breath by like the final shot. Oh yeah, yeah. She looked exhausted. I would, I would think that's why they add her limp after a certain point. So that it's not Probably. as like, exhausting for her to like do a full sprint. Yeah. You know? And it's got to be hard to run knowing that like the camera guy has to like also follow you. Yeah, right? Oh, God. They, they did a better job with this than the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi show. Yeah. Because remember, there's that, there's that running shot of um, little Leia. And like the, she's like running so slow, and like everyone else around her has to run with her. It looks oh, like, awful. but it just looks really clumsy. Yeah, yeah, because the little the little girl she can't run that fast. So all the adults chasing after her are like doing like half steps. <laughs> it's one like, of one of my terrible. favorite like running in movies things. I think it was Avengers two, where there's like a shot of like the big monster or whatever attacking the city, and you have like the heroes and like the civilians are running past them. But one woman is just fucking booking it. Really? Yeah. Like, the other people are running, but she's like, zoom. Like, like she was sprinting for her life. She's and it's method so acting. funny. I guarantee if you look up, like, Avengers, like, woman running, you'll find it. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah. So, I mean, essentially what uh, the one cut part of one cut of the dead is is which is like i would say like the first like 45 something minutes yeah um it's essentially about these people 
in this abandoned factory in the middle of nowhere japan who are making a zombie movie and then zombies actually start attacking so it it gets it's i don't know this is like a good example for me of like being like meta yeah uh because i feel like it it's not they never do like a wink and a nod to like the audience but like they're fully aware of like this everything going on i don't Mm -hmm. It just it just is done so well. It's done it's, in a intelligent way. It's not done in like a super obvious like uh, like so yeah. many so many things that are meta like overdo it. Like mm-hmm. I think ex- uh, one example for me I think is so annoying now is Deadpool. Where yeah. It's like it's just constantly like referencing yeah. like this is done in like a, a subtle I guess way compared to that, and it feels it's a lot smarter that way. Yeah. You it know. doesn't um, make the audience feel stupid. <laughs> yeah, you don't feel you're being pandered to. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think, like, the second half of the film is, like, one of the more rewarding things I've seen in any movie. Mm-hmm. Um, where I remember the first time, like, I was, like, cheering, like, by the end of it <laughs> with, the pier- with the pyramid. I was oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, I was so happy. <laughs> and it's weird to say like a horror movie is like a feel-good movie but i this is genuinely like up there as some of like the most feel-good movie stuff uh, yeah really it's like everyone helping everyone um and everyone has problems but in the end everyone's kind of using their strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. uh and i'm surprised of how fleshed out the characters are Oh yeah, the characters are all great. Like I felt like uh, they all felt like real people to me. Yeah, especially like the director's motives and stuff. Mm, yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Like uh, I like his slogan, uh, "Cheap but average." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's just everyone. Because I mean, really, when you think about it, this movie, is like two almost two short films in one yeah no it's definitely like that it's it really is like two completely different movies like in one but like they both feed into each other really well and they give like more context to each other it's that's my favorite part there's so many creative decisions during like the one cut where i'm like oh this is a this is an odd choice like why (laughs) why are we holding on to this why why are characters just rambling Oh yeah, yeah, why, yeah. Why do we have like a five minute scene of just her screaming? <laughs> um, and that's where I heard it was like a, a horror comedy, like Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. So I was yeah. thinking, like, is this supposed to be funny? <laughs> like, it's so weird. And it was like, I started to like being like, I don't know if I like this movie. <laughs> yeah, but then the second half, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It was all that was all purposeful. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it and it's done like in a really like it's. I don't I don't know if this is I think we just need to get into spoiler talk. Yeah, I know. It's really hard um, to talk about it without talking about the spoiler stuff. It's hard to say what's great about this movie without spoiling it. That's why I always tell mm-hmm. people just go in blind. I just tell them it's a zombie movie. Right. <laughs> I'm like, just go in blind. So if you want to watch it without spoilers, go on Shudder. Um I wanna say that's probably the only place you can see it other than buying it because it is a Shudder original. Yeah. Oh, and I, I did want to mention one thing that um, yeah. that I there's a deal going on right now. I think it's with Shutter as well, but 
Because if you get AMC Plus... Yeah, they're a part of it. Yeah, they're a part of it. And right now, it's $0.99 cents for two months of AMC mm. Plus right now. So if you're on Amazon hey. Prime... So if you go on Amazon, your Amazon Prime, you can get that for $0.99. Cents. And then on top of that, you can also watch the final season of Better Call Saul. So, well, look at that. There you, go. you get double whammy We're, there. We need to clip that and send that to potential sponsorships right there. <laughs> yeah. AMC, that please sponsor well. us. We're gonna have to start sucking up and saying we like The Walking Dead, though. Oh, that's that's a, gonna yeah. be the bad. Well, part. here we can use all my extensive knowledge. Oh yeah, you you've watched a lot Dead. of it, haven't you? I've watched up until this last season that was on TV, and I remember because oh, it was since I moved out, and my parents were like, "Oh, like we can like we can, we got AMC Plus, so you can watch it." I'm like, "Oh yeah, cool, I'll watch it," and I haven't. <laughs> I just don't. I don't even want to. <laughs> Especially when my, my parents tell me, like, oh, yeah, the first couple episodes aren't good, but it gets better. And I'm like, well, I'd rather just watch something confidence. consistently good. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. There's a lot more worthwhile TV out there than The Walking Dead at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a shame. But the comics are good. Read the comics. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's, um, let's get into spoiler talk. Hell, yeah, um, let's do it. So spoilers ahead. Uh, so basically, this movie—I think what makes it so great—is we have the one cut, the forty-something minute shot, uh, and then the rest of the film is the backstory of why it's happening and how they did it. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, I would have been fine with some kind of like documentary thing of like, oh, this is how we did it. But the fact that they actually tied it into a story. Right. And I was thinking of how hard, like, the script must have been to write. Oh, God. Yeah. They probably had to pull a lot from real life, like, how they really were doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if that's what happened, but it almost seems like the one cut, like, especially them talking about, like, oh, like, the hobbies and interpreting, like, the uh, the self-defense thing that the mom was into. Oh, Like, it almost yeah. feels like that was written before. Mm-hmm. So it's like they had to purposely write in goofs and like errors and stuff in the one cut. Just because like, and some of the stuff happens for like funny reasons. Like the guy that gets diarrhea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be his, because that was one thing when we were watching, because I watched this with Carolina and she's like, what, what, where's that guy going? What's he doing? And I was like, I, I don't know. Like I had to play dumb. I know, and it's interesting because when you're watching that part the first time, you like come up with like different reasons in your head. Yeah, like, like oh, he's bit. Yeah, or, like in universe oh. reasons where you're like, oh, he's like, he's like scared. He just wants to get out of there. And then when like, the, you know, really poop was just coming out of his butt. Yeah, he was turtle heading really bad. Yeah, when he's just like, it's coming out, and he's like, what? He's like, the poop. <laughs> and then they're doing his makeup while he's like shitting in a bush. <laughs> And the guy that was like a drunk. Who, oh yeah. Uh, when he actually puked on the kid. <laughs> and he's like, is this real? Is this fake? Yeah. He's like, what is this? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, there's so many great characters. And I especially like the daughter. Oh yeah, she was great. She her actress was awesome. I, I don't yeah. I feel like I've seen her in something before, but I'm not sure. I was thinking that too. Yeah. Um and the guy who plays the director is really great too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 
He's really he, good at playing kind of like the uh, mediocre dad. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, his job, honestly, if you're like dad's a movie director, that's like awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, right? That's like a cool thing. Uh, and he's, and I mean, I I interpret it as kind of like he's just worked in the industry, so he knows kind of what's expected of him Mm -hmm. where his daughter isn't and like the first scene with her she's getting like fired because she wants this little girl to cry for real (laughs) and he's she's like trying to make this child cry and the mom's like no i don't i think that's okay let's just use the fake tear she's like she's like uh ma'am your daughter's in a battlefield right now (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was great great. it's like really funny like just like if you've ever been in the in production like video production it's like yeah it just it becomes a lot more relatable that way <laughs> mm-hmm. oh i'm sure especially because you see behind the scenes so much of the people like in the van mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's and, exactly like that yeah because they, they just really just introduce this like cast of like wacky and zany characters <laughs> um all with like bizarre character flaws mm-hmm uh and just throw them in (laughs) and i love like in like the the one cut where like the director keeps popping out and he's like action and stuff like that (laughs) and then you see like why he's like popping in all the time Mm -hmm. because he's like trying to fix some other error and he just realizes he's in the shot and he's like okay let's go right (laughs) my favorite one is when that the the um his mom is like yeah going like off off the rails like off script yeah and he has to like dedicated. pop in to try to stop her <laughs> yeah and they're like holding her down yeah yeah that was when they were holding on the woman screaming for so yeah. long yeah and there's a point where she even stops screaming and like is questioning like should i keep screaming they're like yeah and then she's like oh okay and then just starts screaming again <laughs> yeah but the fact they like ad lib they had to like he like choked her out Right. Which is something he's clearly done before because he knew what to do. <laughs> he knew exactly what yeah. to do. <laughs> yeah. So they just like put an axe in her head <laughs> to make it look like she died. <laughs> and then when she wakes up, she's like, where am I? And then she just screams and like goes down. <laughs> yeah, that was that was hilarious. That was the part when I watched it the first time. I was like, what the fuck was that? Was that supposed to be funny? Yeah. <laughs> and then when you wa- yeah it just makes sense it's a genius movie it really is i yeah it's there's nothing uh, like it yeah that's the thing there's really this is a great it's it's already a good zombie movie and it's probably my favorite movie about movies being made yeah yeah i get you uh and i like even like the studio behind them like and i, I think that was kind of like to reflect the real world like the studio people basically gave this guy like the hardest challenge ever and was just playing it down, you know. <laughs> right. Like, don't worry, you got this, no problem. And then after like like months of stress, like after the final product, they were like, okay, that's good. Let's go out to eat. <laughs> yeah, like they did just nothing. Like, yeah, they don't understand like how hard that was at all. I guess they don't even really care. No, as long as you it know. makes money, right? Yeah, which is unfortunately how it, that that whole thing just reminded me so much of like. Um, I worked at a news station for a short time. So it was like, and like the fact that they were like live broadcasting it as well yeah. was like, <laughs> it was just so relatable how like you had to like get everybody ready 
and like make sure everyone was in their spot and it's like all these Mm -hmm. things like go wrong that you didn't expect to you could never really anticipate and you got to ad lib like really fast yeah yeah exactly (laughs) there's been so many times where stuff like that has happened it's just funny and it especially reminded me of those higher ups like wanting to do something without like knowing like how things actually work and oh yeah you just as a underling have to like make it work and like get the show going it's like it really is like that um in in the professional world at least from my experience Mm -hmm. you know i think uh everyone no matter what field that's how it goes (laughs) yeah probably (laughs) here's this impossible thing that's gonna take you uh like a month to do oh can i get it done tomorrow (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh yeah cool thanks Uh, I know. I know. My favorite part is when like the daughter just kind of takes over. Oh yeah. And she makes like even the producer guy get involved. Right. <laughs> like she threw him like one of the crew shirts. <laughs> and then the final part with the pyramid is just great. Oh god, yeah. That was like when that was that was a cheer moment for sure. Yeah. And then like the rest of the movie is just them all smiling and happy <laughs> that they pulled it off. It was wholesome. It was a very wholesome movie. It is a very wholesome movie, and I didn't expect that going in. No, I thought it was going to be, like, dark and depressing, like, zombies eating people, you know? Because mm-hmm. I, I heard it was just a horror comedy. I had no idea about the, the meta aspect of it, really. Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, people compared to, like, Shaun of the Dead. So I was like, oh, it'll mm-hmm. be like that where there's, like, real zombies in it or whatever. But it, it, I just did not expect it to be, like, not supernatural at all yeah like there's actually no zombies right yeah (laughs) yeah because when you're watching it the first time you're like okay like you already have the premise of like they're making a movie and zombies about zombies and zombies attack okay that's funny Mm -hmm. but then it's they're making a movie about people making a movie about in the movie zombies attack while they're making the movie (laughs) right (laughs) and they also tie in like a whole family dynamic Mm -hmm. and that whole arc and that was all really well done. Like, yeah. Oh my god, I, I just loved all the characters in it, especially the daughter. That's that's what has mm-hmm. me interested. Now that you mentioned that, it's her. Yeah. Now the the spinoff is about her like doing her own thing. Yeah, I read like, the plot. She like moves to Hollywood. Oh, that's cool. And I she would definitely watch that. I think makes her own zombie movie or something like that. Well, that's awesome. Because it's called like One Cut of the Dead Goes Hollywood colon the spinoff movie. <laughs> i mean considering like the how low of a budget this took to make i'm sure they're just perfectly fine with committing that much oh yeah of they a budget make it for like five dollars uh, do you know how much money this movie cost to make twenty five thousand dollars i think oh damn that's like nothing <laughs> yeah yeah and it made like two twenty five million damn so they made bank yeah so they um they did good they do they'd be doing good they made those investors very happy yeah what probably <laughs> little there investors, was yeah <laughs> probably family members and stuff <laughs> yeah well i know they they approached the director so someone had the idea for it i think they just needed someone to f- actually organize it and put it together oh okay that's neat which uh japan is still uh at the top of their game when it comes to horror movies <laughs> it's true they have some bangers out there they do um, Norroy 
or Roy. I can't think of any others because I have not watched any others. So <laughs> I know that's that was my whole goal of this podcast is to show you more. Show me more Japanese horror. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm almost done reading Uzumaki, and then we can do an episode on that. Oh, okay, cool. Because Uzumaki is great, and and that's another one that's just an absurd idea, kind of like this one. But let's just take it very seriously. <laughs> Did I ever tell you what Uzumaki is about? No, I don't think so. It's essentially this town um, is cursed by the spiral. Hmm. And its residents just become obsessed with the spiral shape. What the hell? And it's awesome. Is this, it's and a saw tie-in? It's a saw spin-off? No. <laughs> no. It's more fucked up than saw. Oh, okay. There you go. Probably. The, especially <laughs> the manga has some very uh, haunting imagery. <laughs> is there a movie or show about it there's they made a live action movie oh okay which i saw the movie first um because i've never read a junji ito even though i've been meaning to and i loved the movie so i'm like you know what i'm gonna start reading some junji mm-hmm. uh, and then i got into that so now i'm gonna i think pick up all of his other mangas and yeah, stuff that sounds awesome what like what it's like what is like the threat in it really is, the spiral is, the spiral is it some is a supernatural um i i don't know how to describe it so i just won't okay. and I'll, I'll let you <laughs> i'll let you kind of determine that <laughs> i i'm going to assume it's a it uh it's a saw saw spinoff saw tie-in yeah it's actually jigsaw yeah the jigs that's it's the like, origin of jigsaw i've went to this small town in tokyo or in japan because they are all bad people. They needed to be taught a lesson. Uh, you need to cut off your arm or I will kill them all. Or I don't know. That was a terrible impression of the saga. <laughs> that was my uh, half-assed version. Because like, he's like been doing it so long that he like is kind of running out of ideas. Like You, uh, you used uh, weed once, I think, like in high school when you were underage. So... Um, I don't know, put your hand in this fire for like a now, couple minutes. Yeah, now you get to lose your arm or die. Either way. Yeah. That's sure. my problem with the Saw movies as they went on is like, because I, I feel like in the first movie, even the first couple, he had more of like a, he was like more disciplined with his code or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like later he just will kill people for like no reason at all. Right. It's like, and they'll, they'll be like following the rules and they'll just kill them anyway. It's like, well, What's the point that, then? I mean, yeah, the point was that, like, oh, you, if you do what he says, you get out. Right. <laughs> you know? But, I mean, I just think that's a franchise that um, the first couple had, like, good twists. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, now every movie needs a twist. <laughs> you know? But Even if let's they're just, nonsensical. Let's just fucking kill the guy, but then keep bringing him back. Oh god, that's my least favorite part in horror franchises in general. Please don't make a movie where you're gonna kill the evil guy if you're just gonna bring him back. Like, what is the point? You or, know? or if you do, do it like Reanimator and make him come back as just a flying bat head. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, do something yeah, that was goofy pretty awesome. <laughs> Reanimator is just another incredible movie. Maybe Man. we'll talk about that eventually. Yeah, well, I mean, 
Yeah, we have to watch the Castle Freak uh, cinematic universe, the HP Lovecraft universe. <laughs> Where we see the triumphant return of Herbert West. Yeah. The hero everyone loves. Oh. Even though he well, was very complicated and not a hero at all, really. <laughs> no, he was just an insane person. Yeah, he literally was. Who was a psychopath. <laughs> well, back to one cut of the dead. Um, yeah, after that tangent. I, th- I think it's safe to say we both absolutely love it. Oh, um, yeah, this is a great and one. I'm so happy after all these years you actually watched it and liked it, and it would have been really awkward if you were like, oh, it wasn't that good. Do you know, I have something to reveal to you. I did I did start watching it at one point, and then I noved out of it after like the first 10 minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like years ago. But I didn't realize that it was like, because I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. <laughs> you didn't stick it out. <laughs> no, and then I was like, oh, yeah, now that watching it, it's like, I understand why it's terrible. <laughs> the first third of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think people should watch this movie if you like zombie movies mm-hmm. and if you're just interested in the the technical aspect of it yeah yeah because that's sure. another huge feat like if you're interested in like movie production or anything uh it, it's interesting for that premise alone oh yeah i i think so too i think if you are in movie production or have like dabbled in it i think this will become very relatable to you very quickly after that first third of it is over and like then you really start to like it's it's just so it's just very relatable and funny it's very there's a lot of good characters it's like there's like nothing to dislike about this movie really (laughs) yeah hey it's got a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes um the site that has no real meaning or value over the merit (laughs) of a film but to hold a hundred percent that's pretty good (laughs) i don't know i think it's a good gauge for like whether or not it's worth it to watch something usually true it's it's like i but i feel like you could get into the really good stuff when you're like in the 70 or 80 percent range that's usually where at least for me that's the stuff that's where i find a lot of the stuff that's like is like amazing is is um because I know, like, Blade Runner 2049 is in, like, the 80%. Yeah. I think. But that doesn't say... I'm not saying, like, 90%. You can't find anything. Because usually there's a lot of great stuff there, too. Like this movie, which is 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, it's just so rare for a film to get that, you know? Right, yeah. No, definitely it is. The yeah. fact that no one saw this movie and was like, eh, I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did YMS watch this movie? Yeah, he's did, just like, did he leave after like the first ten minutes? Yeah, he's like, they were. It's a movie within a movie. Not like we haven't seen that one before. The zombies <laughs> weren't even that good. It didn't even make sense. There was lots of moments where the characters seemed like they didn't know what to do, so they were just rambling on about things like their hobbies. Who cares? <laughs> I left after 20 minutes. And that's why I'm giving this one a 3 out of 10. <laughs> and then I left to go watch the new Minions film. Yeah. Minions, the rise of Gru. I showed up in my formal attire. Only for the manager to show up and kick me out. 
<laughs> I only saw the Illumination logo. That's why I'm giving this one a 7 out of 10. <laughs> I just wanted to hear to get you doing the YMS impression on tape. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because true. I don't think I've ever done it. No, I love your YMS impression. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, I think um, it's so accurate. It was uh, two years of being a film bro um, developed that. <laughs> B- back when I thought only good movies were Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so, Not saying, I guess Pulp Fiction is a good movie, but you oh, know. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, but there, there's a specific type of people where um, if you ask them what like their top three favorite movies are, they'll tell you uh, Pulp Fiction Drive and The Dark Knight. <laughs> um that's it and boondock saints might be in there so oh, <laughs> yeah definitely boondock that's like a college guy movie it really is fight club as well fight clubs up there yeah and any any movie with an anti-hero that is has a cool aura around him oh god like taxi driver yeah uh, as much the, as I love Breaking Bad, I feel like Walter White falls into that category yeah. as well. The new Joker. Oh, God, yeah, 100%. 100%. That's the most film bro movie, I think, of all time. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. <laughs> you know? But, I feel like Zack Snyder is a film bro. Oh, no, yeah. Um, Film bros were loving the Snyder cut. I bet they were like <laughs> absolutely loving it. And then they're like, they say that thing. We're like, that's why I like DC better. It's darker than Marvel. <laughs> you know, their movies are dark, not just tonally, but visually as well. <laughs> the Joker is just some twisted guy. He's some twisted freak. And you know, the part about him that makes him compelling is that he was right all along. Yeah. I remember I saw on Facebook with some guy we went to high school with after, like, the Joker came out, and he's just like, if anyone has a problem with what Joker did, that they have to answer to me. What? He was, yeah, he was like, he had every right to kill those people. Oh, my and God. And I'm like, dude, I think you're not seeing the point. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, I think he missed the whole point of the movie. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> not that he was right. It's that society was wrong, you know? Did, did you call the police on that guy? I should have, Put yeah. him on a watch list or something? Yeah, meanwhile, <laughs> he's just, like, hugging his, like, 38 revolver and clown makeup, dancing around his room. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's one cut of the dead. Uh, yeah. Watch it on Shudder. Um get get amc plus for 99 cents and you can watch this film and the various other shutter originals absolutely um, uh but no but seriously watch um watch this movie it's this is a this is for me a safe movie recommendation where i know who matter no matter who i'm talking to if you recommend this movie they're gonna like it oh yeah yeah even i think yeah some of the most people who's like turn their nose up at art stuff are gonna love this movie yeah just I mean, the characters are really strong, and it's just funny. It's just it's a feel good movie, oddly enough, which we don't review a lot of those. No, usually it's feel bad movies. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> movies that make you want to cry in the shower. <laughs> yeah, there have been several movies I watched where I needed to take a shower after because I'm like, oh, I feel dirty. Oh god, yeah. 
That's but every those... Lars von Trier movie for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Except fair. Melancholia. That's the only one where I don't feel like I need to take a shower. Yeah, Melancholia just makes you feel like you need to be on Prozac. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Go watch One Cut of the Dead, and we'll see you next time.